been a while. Welcome to the DS Life Podcast, episode number. Um, we don't have a number for this one. <laughs> Let's call it the catch up on five weeks of what we've been doing episode. What do you say, Edgar? That sounds good. I, I don't think uh, maybe this one is uh, going to be bigger than just a number. Yeah, it, it can't be. It, it can't be expressed in just one number. It's just exactly it's not, not not able to do that. So, my friend, it's been way way too long of a time. <laughs> how, how have you been, dude? Good, good, good. Got back from my trip, um, and so I'm kind of getting reacquainted with the real world and life in general, and. Uh, have been very busy. I know that we say that a lot, but been very busy with work and, uh, like I said, catching up with other things and family members and whatnot. Um, so, so for people that yeah. that don't know what you've been doing, what we're, we're what's this uh, trip thing you've been talking about? Um, I went to I went to Spain for my birthday. Um, I decided to do the running the bulls for my thirtieth birthday, and I was in Pamplona. And uh, how many times was... did you get gored by the bulls? Twice, twice, good. but they were really nice about it. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. Did they buy you drinks and dinner first? They did. Oh well, uh-huh. well there you go. That's... And after, well, wow, it, it actually after yeah after was the the nice part. Like you, you know, must have been you expected beforehand. Yeah, well, you must have been like really. You, you must have brought your A game if they bought you food and drink after. You know that's how I do, dude. <laughs> I know that's how I do. Um, so yeah, I, I spent uh, two and a half weeks in Spain, Portugal, and a couple days in France. Um, and had a blast. Um, it was a backpacking trip me and my girlfriend took, uh, and it wasn't for the faint of heart. We were pretty much hustling and running around with 30 pound backpacks on our backs constantly. Um, you know, trying to see as much as we, as we could in two and a half weeks, which, you know, we got to see a lot. We got to see, uh, Madrid. We got to see Barcelona. We got to see Lisbon, Portugal, um, a little place called Aro in the La Rioja, uh, district in Spain, which has like a wine battle every year. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got to visit Pamplona, which is amazing. Um, it's it is a crazy, crazy place. Um, and it was actually one of the nerdiest things happened to me while I was there. I was we had just got there, right? We're kind of tired from our trip. Um, we have our backpacks on, and we're following this other little group of Canadians. Actually, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you Canadians don't like to stay put, from what I from what I could tell. We we're we're uh, a nervous bunch. You guys really are because you guys don't have a, a very massive population, but I would say half the people I ran into that were uh, visiting Spain were all Canadian. Well, that's because we're not hated all over the world, unlike some groups of people. Is that why? Yeah. Not, I'm not mentioning uh. any, or, or pointing any fingers or anything, but that, that would probably be the reason why. You know what? You're just you're just even uh, – what's, what's the word? You're um, – I don't even know the word. Anyways um, – <laughs> You're you're making the uh, the the hate grow is what I was trying I was gonna say. <laughs> um, so it was it was a ton of fun. We ended up um, on our uh, on the last couple of days. Um, actually, the last week we were in Pamplona, and then last couple of days we were in France, uh, in Paris to be exact. Um, and I will tell you, the riding the bulls is not for the faint of heart. It was scary as all heck. And the thing that they don't tell you, or that I was even aware of, is that once you do the running, you're kind of <clears throat> you're excited. You're you're stoked that you made it. There were bulls that ran by me. I picked up a dude that was falling, that was tripping. Um, wow! So it was a very yeah, it was very very intense. Um, and most of the intensity comes from just people pretending to run and for and scaring other people. Like the bulls only run the course for about a minute, minute and a half. 
So they're in and out. Wow. Um, so the the time that you spend on the road uh, on the road or the street, you know, whether it be five or fifteen minutes, um, most of the scares come from other human beings trampling you or pushing you around. So uh, that's the scary part. <clears throat> um, but see, so you're done with the running. You know, you woke up at five o'clock in the morning to try to get to uh, the downtown area and situated by seven o'clock. You know, the they open the gates at seven forty five, the bulls get released at eight. By eight oh five you're in the arena. By eight oh five, eight ten you're in the arena. Then they block you off. So you're 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 excited, you're done, you beat the bulls, and then all of a sudden everyone gets enclosed and they release uh more bulls into the arena. And it's just really funny because they pack everyone in the and the bulls are just like kind of picking people off and uh yeah, it's. I had no idea that was going to happen, so I was like, "Okay, let's take our seats. Let's get into the stadium and just kind of watch what's going to go, what's going to happen." And we and we're like looking around. We're like, um, "Hmm, every seat is full of this arena, and they're not really letting people jump over the fence right now. What's going or the wall? What's going on?" And then you see the gates open, and then the, a black bull comes out and just destroys you know, people. It's pretty exactly, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, that's what I did on my 30th birthday, July 7th. I was doing the running of the bulls on the very first day of the festival. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah, it was so a you, really you, good time. You lived I'll, out, I'll uh, do it your, again. You lived out your dream. You That's what you wanted to do, and you went and you, you made it happen. Yeah, which, Lloyd, uh, I will be doing it again in five years. Since it happens every year on my birthday, mm-hmm. I totally want to do it again. So you should come with me next time. Wow. I'd, I'd be trampled by the bulls. I wouldn't be, do so much running with the bulls. That's the thing. I figured out a way to do it. Once you do it once, you kind of know the lay of the land, and you know when and when when and where to hide. <laughs> um, which is it's really funny when you're running down the street. All of a sudden, like people get scared and they start hopping on like uh, like water drain systems, uh, rain drain systems, and stuff, and any kind of windowsill they could hop on, any kind of little uh, ledge they could they could grasp on. You'd be surprised when a person is scared for the life uh <laughs> how little surface area they need to have um uh, you know to to elevate themselves on a, on a flat wall. So that's a lot of fun. I was actually hoping um like I told, like I said earlier it was a backpacking trip. Um so I expected a lot of downtime, you know, being on trains and being in transit. Mm-hmm. Uh and from what I found, I took my DS and everything. Um, had it all charged up, ready to go. And from what I found out, I didn't have very much time at all to play. Most of the time, if I was not traveling or if I was um, if I wasn't sightseeing or something, I was uh, catching up on sleep. And even if I was on a train, um, you know, we would get some some shut eye whenever we could because mm-hmm. uh, it's not very fun to sleep in hostels. Sometimes it's actually our best nights were sleeping in hostels. We camped out a couple nights in Pamplona, but there were a few overnight trains that we took. Right. And man, you cannot get a lot of good quality sleep on those things. There's some smelly people that ride with you. <laughs> you know, the shoes are off. Um, Yuck. I saw twig and berries nice. while I was on on my last. Yeah, it was not good. Was it perched above your head, coming down it, at, a, uh, at a at a quick <laughs> velocity? <laughs> yes, it was. It was not good. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, uh, but all in all, the trip was an amazing trip. Something I'll never forget. Um, good stuff. But again, alas, I I neglected you guys because. Um, I did not play a lot of video games, but if you were following my Twitter, I did. I did do updates while I was on my trip. So, mm-hmm. Lloyd, what have you been doing, dude? 
Wow, what haven't I been doing? It's been um, summer, finally. We finally got some warm weather. It's been a really crappy year here up in Winnipeg. It's just been so cold and rainy and whatever, which isn't normal for us. We usually have like 30, 30 plus degree Celsius weather, which is like eight nineties. Um, and then that's our standard like summer temperature. And it's been really cold. Um, so we've had some a couple weeks of some really good temperatures. So I've been going out with the, with the kids, spending some time outside, uh, going to a couple different... Um, I don't know, parks and, uh, and, and, uh, ride areas. So you can go on different rides and things like that. So I've been mm-hmm. doing that, took up geocaching as kind of another little hobby. And I've uh, been doing a little bit of that. want, want, want to use that as something that I can do with the kids uh, as, uh, hmm. as a way to go out and have some fun and, and see some sites and stuff like that. And that's pretty much been it. Um, at work, it's been insane moving a bunch of people from one building to another. There's a new building on campus that I moved into and I had to move, uh, like essentially 50 people from, uh, one building to another one. And that's just kind of been my time. I've been super busy um, with that and super busy with the family. So uh, like you, I haven't had that much time for games other than iPhone games. Cause I have my iPhone with me all the time and I got like the new three GS, uh, which is really nice. So I've been like downloading games, playing online games, just you name it, but mainly on my iPhone, which has just been kind of weird for me. I've been more of a handheld slash console person, but now I'm moving mm. totally towards like the mobile game space uh, just because of a lack of time. Hmm. Interesting. And that's been, that's been me. That's been my last uh, month and a bit uh, of my life has been that. And <laughs> and my kids are growing up. My, my daughter, she's uh, going to be too soon. She's moved into her big girl bed. So all the, all the, the kids stuff the the cribs the change tables all that other stuff that's been my life for the last like four years is now like out of the house and it's just like holy crap i'm getting old my kids are getting old what the hell is happening here that's been kind Mm -hmm. of our existence over the last little while oh nice yeah but i mean that's kind of boring to everybody listening at home they don't need to hear that Um, not at all super interesting but you know what you know what we haven't heard in about i don't know a month month and a week what's that Oh, oh, I, I think I know what, what what you're talking about, Edgar. How many twigs and berries have you had in your face lately? <laughs> oh wait, no, that's that's a totally high velocity. High velocity. <laughs> that's a different conversation, Edgar, my friend. What haven't you been playing, dude? I haven't been playing a lot, um, but I did manage uh, again. Let uh, Betty was with me during the trip, so we took um, our our single player games that both of us would want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we took a couple of games that we know, both would play against each other. We played a good amount of Mario Kart. We probably played a total of a few hours of Mario Kart. And then um, I played a lot of uh, uh, Picto Bits. Oh, what's the name of the game? Uh, Pixel yeah. Art style uh, pic- Picto Bits. Yeah. Picto Bits, yeah. yeah. That game is getting retardedly hard. <laughs> um, I think I tried to go back to Henry Hathworth for a second and realize that that game is, is retardedly hard as well. Um, but Picto Bits is man, it's a rough. It's it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun, and um, you know, I think we spoke when we spoke last time. You mentioned the dark levels. I didn't even know about the dark levels. So as soon as you mentioned that, um, basically on the trip, I was getting through. Uh, I had gone up to I think maybe thirteen or fourteen, uh, and then when you mentioned that from the trip, I started going through all the dark levels, and the dark levels they start off pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. The first um, one, I, I tried the first one right away. That's like one of the first things that I bought, the dark level of number one. And uh-huh. it just, it embarrassed me. Like I almost started crying. I was so disappointed right? with how, how well I yeah. did. Yeah. 
And I thought it was going to be like a step up from how hard level one was, but mm-hmm. it's like on a different level of hard. Mm-hmm. Like it starts you off like if you're doing the dark level of level one, it's more akin to doing like level 10 or level like seven or eight or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start. It's not like 1.5. And it's not like an in between between one and two. It's like a, a, a definitely a few levels up. Turns it up to 11. It does. 11 and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, and that's pretty much the only new game that I've been playing uh, a lot of. Uh, I played for two seconds um, uh, March of the Minis, the downloadable game. And then another puzzle game, I think by the same people, that you create boxes w- with. Oh, yeah. You create little boxes and it's a puzzle game. Yep. I played that yeah, one. Yeah, that's a neat well. little one. It's Yeah, it's, yeah, that's a neat little... It's another art style game. It's re- yeah. really quite bizarre. What's the name of it? Uh, art style box life. Box life. Okay, um, that one's that one's cute. It's a fun. It's a quirky little game. Uh, how much is it? Do you remember on the five bucks? All of five the uh, all the art style games are five hundred. Uh, Nintendo points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you think about it? Is it worth the five? Um, I, uh, hard to say. Um, I've been playing that one as well. I, I pretty much pick up any art style game as it comes to the DS. Because I mean, for five dollars, I mean. It's worth getting some of these like unique titles, which really aren't, uh, I guess, unlike most um, Nintendo games, which are basically in development for like 500 years um, mm-hmm. until they release it. These ones are just like quick, simple, pick up and play games. Um, and I pick mm-hmm. them up as they come. And uh, out of the three that have been released in the last little while, I much prefer Box Life to the other two. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of neat. Like you're basically you're building boxes um and there's i think like a dozen or 14 different levels each that have like 10 um kind of sub levels and basically each time that you start a new one you're getting a different trick to make a box so the first one it's like this like s shape and you basically you cut paper to make a number of boxes you fold them up and they disappear um each level it introduces a new box new ways to make boxes like there's the s first and then there's the t and then it gets into some mm-hmm. more um complex ones like the the cross mm-hmm. like or the ones that mm-hmm. look kind of like a, a, a like a religious cross type thing you're folding up and rolling and the game just becomes uh, a i don't know a, a I guess pattern recognition almost like you look at this big block of paper and you figure out how you can carve out the number of boxes that you need to complete the level. It's right. kind of like mindless, but it's a lot of fun. I just wish there was more to it because like when you look at the intro um, screen, there's like this like really boxy um, house. It looks like a farm made out of like little boxes and like pixel art. And I, I, I was mm-hmm. kind of hoping that the game was more that where you're creating these boxes and then it makes other stuff something yeah. oh yeah i could see that you yeah. know what i mean um and and yeah so uh, let's get a little bit into what i'm playing then um because i have been playing box life really like that one um it's something that i picked up a lot and just i'm uh, making my way through through the game uh also came out um over the last couple of weeks there was art style base 10 and basically what you're doing is you're um you're adding numbers together to make the number 10 and then they disappear off the th- off the the screen so it's kind of like this puzzle game sort of tetrisy kind of stuff i guess but basically numbers are coming from the left hand side of the screen and they scroll to the right you add like five and five to make ten or seven and three to make ten and then they disappear and what happens is when to to help you make matches you can move um, pieces up or down or left or right and when you move them they swap so a two will turn into a five because the mirror image of a two is five in like a digital Mm -hmm. clock um same with oh wow 
same same with like other things like that so you're basically doing doing stuff like that and you have to you have to make 10 and then it disappears there's uh different modes there's like a puzzle mode and infinite infinite mode and other stuff like that this one really kind of confuses me because it doesn't seem to be much of a game like mm-hmm. i mean I, I guess it is a game uh obviously it's a game but it's just like you're adding numbers together to equal five to equal 10 you tap on them they disappear uh then like the number one gets in the way um and when you have like multiple number ones um uh, like you can't really do anything with a one you flip a one and it disappears um like it, it just i don't know it's it's really odd to me i yeah odd that that would that would be the hmm. best way for me to uh to put it but it, it's a lot of fun um if if you like these kinds of like um puzzly match games that uh need you, need you to use a little bit of your of your brain to get um to, mm-hmm. to 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 make working um this might be one for you uh and then the third art style game that came out in the last one is called um what is it arts i just got to turn on my ds cuz i can't remember the name of this one just give me one second. It's Art Style Zen Gauge. And this one looks really weird. Like you get the intro screen and it looks like a, a human skull made out of different objects like uh, scissors and microphones and like light filaments and and lightning bolts. And you're like, oh, this one's going to be awesome. You click start. <laughs> And then it's not. It's basically a, a grid of like nine or twelve spaces with um, blue balls and blue squares. What? <laughs> blue. It's basically what you have is you have um, uh, you have a grid, and uh, the squares are either white or blue. And then there will be a certain number of blue balls on the on the screen. <laughs> what? <laughs> and basically, what you're doing is you're trying. Expect one more, by the way. Okay, blue balls. No, you can't prompt me like that. Oh, yeah, and you're playing with your blue balls. What? There you go. Okay, that's enough. Uh, and basically what you're doing is you're sliding around the squares until all of the blue squares are under the blue balls. And then the, the level ends and you go into the next one. And what it does is it tracks the number of moves that you do. So if you've, if you've beaten a level in like eight moves, it'll give you it, – it'll basically let you beat a level with however many moves that you want. Um, but it gives you an average. So all the people that have been playtesting this one, the average number of moves for this level is, say, 13, and you beat it at mm. eight. So you feel good about yourself and you go into the next one. And that is pretty much – it's i mean there's um different there's like levels that have different color stuff so there'll be like red green blue and white and you have to get all the the, the blue squares under the blue balls oh you didn't do it good i'm i'm no, proud of, waiting i'm, I'm waiting I'm, I'm proud of you edgar uh then you have to get like the 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 flesh colored balls uh squares under the flesh colored balls <laughs> and the red colored squares under the red color balls so it's i don't know it's really it's really kind of confusing. I, I don't know. It's it's an interesting game. It's an interesting concept. But the intro screen and, and kind of the screenshot that you have to figure out how to buy it. Because when you look in uh, on like the uh, the DSI where um, store, you kind of just get like one little screenshot of what the game's about. And that's it. And like for both like, I guess, Box World a little bit and and the other one like Xenonia. It just totally doesn't, the game doesn't look, or the game isn't at all what the screenshots look like. Um, so I think they have to 
introduce these and um and, and kind of like talk about them a little bit more um just the 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 screenshot of the of the um I, I guess the start screen or whatever just really isn't enough to go on um but for five bucks all of the art style games are really worth the purchase there's like the aquaria there's the picto bits um there's just so many really awesome games and for five bucks a pop they're really really affordable yeah what i'm starting to like already is this small a collection of games i'm building on the dsi yeah that i always have with me yeah that's, you know that's really it's awesome. really really cool yeah i i just hope that they uh they initially or i guess eventually start um to allow you to put these games on an sd card so you can have like many more like i'm almost out of space on my ds dsi like you only have like a thousand blocks or whatever to fill up and I'm getting close to filling filling that. Um, I have already. Yeah, like I have uh, Mario vs. Don- uh, first, I have the web browser, which takes space. I have Mario vs. Donkey Kong, Art Style, Picto Bits, Aquaria, uh, Mighty Flip Champs, uh, Doctor Mario, WarioWare Snapped, Birds and Beans, uh, Clubhouse Games, wow. and then the three box games I just talked about. And for S and Gs, I downloaded the Mario Clock just because I want to see what it's about and because I know it's going to be a waste of two dollars but it's a waste of two dollars basically what it is is it's (laughs) it's a clock and you can set it so it'll wake you up as an alarm clock which is kind of neat but basically you are Mario running left to right Um, if you hit a you jump um, and you can like collect coins and hit blocks and things like that and if you get a hundred coins Mario will um Mario will turn into Luigi. And then if you get 100 coins as Luigi, uh, he'll turn back into Mario. And once you've done this 12 times, so collected like 1,200 coins, uh, <laughs> you get a little scene with the princess saying, uh, congratulations, you beat this level, but there is a new game starting. Something to that effect. It's like really stupid. And then you go back and you start at zero. And that's pretty much it. And the levels look like level 1-1. One, one. There'll be some levels where you're on the cloud. There'll be the underground levels. So they've taken all the blocks from like the original Super Mario Brothers. Mm. But mm-hmm. that's all it is. So they've they've kind of, they've added a game to it, uh, I guess, to make it uh, seem more of a, of a of a interesting purchase to people, but it really isn't a game. It's just, it's like a screensaver essentially. Um, so if you're, mm. if you're buying it thinking that there's going to be a little bit of like a mini micro Mario game in it, you're, you're sorely mistaken. Um, but if you need an alarm clock um, and you don't want to use the built-in one that comes with everybody's DSI and you want one to look like Mario and, and play Mario tunes when, when uh, the alarm goes off, uh, you might want to look at this one. It's only two bucks, but yeah, for most people, it's because be I, a waste of $2. Because I want to associate, being woken up and grumpy with the Mario soundtrack. Yeah. Because that sounds like something that I want to be associated, like associate my, associate being grumpy and, and woken up with. Yeah. How, how would I do this? Yeah. How would I, I'll, I'll set the alarm and we'll hear what it sounds like when it goes off. Okay. So, so we got about, we'll have like a minute or so. Yeah. Uh, what, what is it? Okay. What's the actual time? Um, yeah. It's probably one fifteen your time. Yeah. It's both like that. So we'll, we'll okay. set that. Cool. Uh, should we go into news? Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, you're or still actually, talking about what you've been playing. Yeah, I've also played on the, the Wii. I'll talk a little bit more about these on Wii Spot. Okay, there you go. There's my alarm. The alarm starts. That's with, the alarm. Yeah. So if you want to wake authentic. up, if you want to wake up to this, then get this. And it's nice. It, it even tells you on the screen the alarm is ringing. And it will play even <laughs> even when when the the DS is off apparently, so you can actually use it as an alarm. And uh, as long mm. as you have this app running in the background while um, 
with, with your DS and sleep mode, it'll wake you up. Anyway, moving on. Uh, I've played a little bit of The Conduit. That's the first-person shooter. Um, really... It's a on the on the Wii. It's a really well done first person shooter. If you play shooters on other consoles, it's not that good. Um, but for the Wii, <laughs> but for the Wii, it's it's definitely the best one that's ever been on the console. I'm playing that, and also playing some Tiger Woods. Uh, getting my Wii Motion Plus on a little bit. Uh, playing that, it is so awesome. I love me some Tiger Woods. I've never been a, a huge Tiger Woods fan. I played a few of them and they've been okay. This one, like with the Wii Motion Plus, it is like playing golf. It, it's as close to playing You're golf kidding. as you'll ever get playing on a video game system, I think. It, the Wii Motion ever Plus... Ever get? Well, until you... Uh, it, it can actually like track you swinging an actual golf club, like maybe the Natal, uh. Microsoft Natal. But then... I don't know if you'd mm-hmm. ever want to swing a real golf club in your house unless you're playing in a, a garage or a warehouse of some sort. A what? A warehouse? No, the first one? Garage. Okay. Go Why? ahead. You, you, don't, you don't call them garages down there? Garages? Garages. Wow, you guys are weird. Garage. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the uh, the Wii Motion Plus um, basically allows you to allows the system to fully track your swing. I have a natural slice. Like when I golf, I'm always hitting the ball a little bit to the left. Um, so I have to make adjustments when i'm when i'm golfing uh and it, it picked it picked that up like my first uh, tee off that i did i drove the ball and and then near the end it's like slightly leaning off to the left so it totally picked up my natural um golf swing and you're uh, kidding and, and put it into the game so it's really quite uh, amazing like even if you're not a, a golfer uh, this might be a game to rent just to see how well it plays with the wii motion plus it's really really uh-huh. good um and that's pretty much it that's what i've been playing over the last little while Cool. Should we get into the news? Uh, yeah. What do you say we uh, we we take a, a little uh, a little advertising break? Sure. We we got advertising again. Uh, we uh, we have we have GoTo Meeting back. So you guys know GoTo Meeting. That's uh, a way to conduct online meetings from your PC or Macintosh. And the best thing about it is it's totally affordable. So if you're if you if say if you, I have to fly from Winnipeg to I don't know, San Francisco or even L.A., Hollywood to, to meet with Edgar and to, to conduct some business. It's going to cost me a grand to f- get in a plane and fly across the country. Um, but GoToMeeting is affordable. The average cost of one business trip, $1,000 or for $49, you can have unlimited online meetings per month with GoToMeeting. That's right. You could be holding hundreds of online meetings online for less than one in-person meeting like way less you could do it for uh, two years and you won't even meet uh, that price it's pretty amazing and plus with GoToMeeting you can hold as many meetings as you want for one flat rate per month including free VoIP and uh, phone conferencing so uh, people can call you over their computer or they can actually dial into a conference line to meet with you so if you're going over uh, images if you're going over documents if you're talking about building plans or whatever else whatever you do with your job um, you can meet and then you can hear their voice and it's like you're all in the same room try GoToMeeting for free for 30 days just visit GoToMeeting.com slash tech podcasts that's GoToMeeting.com slash tech podcasts online meetings made easy with GoToMeeting to meeting and of course if you want to have a clickable link you don't want to type this in yourself uh just go over to dslifepodcast.com you can click the link and be brought right there and uh and try it out i urge you all to check it out it's free for uh for 30 days without even a credit card i believe so you can get in try it um enjoy it and then hopefully that's something you'll be able to use uh in your work life 
Yeah, I'm sure a lot of you guys are probably thinking, what would I use this for? Um, if you guys are in college, which I'm sure a lot of you listening to this are, mm-hmm. give it a shot. See if you could use it to collaborate with uh, people that are not within your immediate dorm area or, you know, the unfortunate ones that got, didn't get to uh, live on a school the school campus. Uh, give it a shot. Tell us what you think because we're kind of curious. Um, it, we're starting it up again. Uh, and, you know, this is something that we, we've used before and we want to hear what your thoughts about it are. Yeah, exactly. I use other services uh, sometimes at work and they're kind of a pain in the butt. They don't work as well as you, you'd want them to. Um, so I'm, I'm really happy when I can um, work with a company that uses GoToMeeting just because it works so well. I don't have to go into Windows to, to take control. I can just run on my Mac because uh, I use a MacBook Pro at work. And it's just so nice. It's a really great service. And I, I, like I said, I urge you all to check it out for free and let us know what you think. Awesome. All right, man. Um, Yeah. Before we do that, let's cover some of the, it's been a while. Let's cover some of the big games that have come out um, in the last little while. Um, We'll start with about five weeks ago uh, and work up to last week. Uh, Legend of Starfy came out. That's a Nintendo published title. That's the first um, release of this game really uh in north america so it's one of their japanese um characters which is making a, a trek over here um it's getting some good reviews people are saying it's like a, a hard old school kind of platformer um so it's a little bit harder than stuff that you'd see nowadays um for most people that's going to be a good thing because uh, some games are a little too handholdy uh, nowadays so uh, if you want that check it out in legend of starfy uh, we had guitar hero on tour modern hits came out uh, both a standalone and with the guitar grip add-on which only works on the ds Lite. so if you have a dsi uh you're out of luck you can't play these games so there you go good to know uh <laughs> we had lego battles come out uh which is a kind of an rts lego game uh where you're building things and and you're conducting rts kind of like a, a little micro uh starcraft or warcraft kind of game on on the ds really good i haven't played it personally but i've known i know a lot of people that have been playing it and uh they they say it's a little bit simplistic it's kind of like your my first rts game which is a real-time strategy game i'm using acronyms Mm -hmm. just want to make sure everybody knows what they are uh but they uh they really like it so um that's one thing to look at uh we've had a, a release of overlord minions uh this is uh I guess the first DS title uh, in the Overlord uh, franchise. Um, you're basically uh, an evil character and you control these little minions. Uh, but in Overlord Minions on the DS, you actually play the role of the minions. So you're not this like big overarching evil character sending these guys to their death. You actually get to play as the minions and uh, probably spend a lot more time alive than dead than you would in the other games kind of neat uh an, a game that i am going to pick up just because i think it's so interesting it's a little game called treasure worlds it came out from a company called aspire media and i guess the most interesting thing about this game is it's not really a game uh it, it is it has gamey parts um, but mainly it's like a treasure hunting game what you do is you put the game in your cartridge you turn it on and then you put your ds into sleep mode you basically close the cartridge uh close the 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 I guess the clamshell of your DSI or DS and walk around. Mm -hmm. And any time that this game senses a new Wi-Fi hotspot, it will actually give you, you'll hear like a little ching kind of thing and you'll get something in game. You'll get a little piece of treasure. So you, you you keep it with you all day as you're walking through different areas and the number of Wi-Fi hotspots you've hit, that'll be the number of of things that you've got. And then what, what the whole point about this game is to do is to, 
um, collect the thousands of of treasure items that are there. You can trade with friends, I believe. What? You can do different things like that. It, it, it's just really neat. And you have this little area where you can actually set up all the treasure that you found. And uh, you can basically make it look however you want and have, have people come in and, and look at what you're doing on your DS title um, instead of other DS titles. So it's a little bit and different. And that game just came out? Or when just, did that come out? just came out a couple weeks ago. And, it's and called, is that a cartridge or it's yeah it's a ds it's a ds cartridge it's called treasure world um it's like 30 bucks so it's a full full game price even though it's not a full game but if you're like a, a loot whore kind of person you like to collect all the stuff that you can in a game um pick it up you can you can basically uh you can uh i don't know you can get lots of really cool things in game uh trade with friends uh do all sorts of different things you can um you can un- like when you unlock um, different things. You can customize your character. You can customize the world. Uh, yeah, you can. Once you've unlocked a treasure, you can make multiple copies of it. So, say if you unlock like a, a something that looks like a I don't know a a piece of stone or a, I don't know a brick or something, you can actually duplicate it as many times as you want to build a house out of it. Like it, it's all set oh, around. Wow. It's all set around treasure and and that's it you can trade your treasures um through wi-fi or ds to ds so you don't even have to be near somebody um when, when you're want to trade treasures with it so this thing sounds really interesting to me i want to go pick up a copy this weekend and walk around all for a couple weeks and see how many things i unlock because i don't know i i walk by a lot of wi-fi hotspots um, in my day-to-day life so i could probably unlock a lot of really great things yeah as a uh standalone game i'm not sure how interesting it sounds but as a as a feature of another game, it sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. It sounds like imagine if they did this for like Animal Crossing or something. If they implemented something like that, yeah. You there's know? been a, there's been a couple games that do this. There's uh, some on the on the PSP that did that. There was like a Metal Gear game, which um, if you went by if you but it wasn't automatic, so you'd have to stop, try to connect to a hotspot, you'd unlock a special soldier. There's also a, a DS game. Um, if you might have played it, it's a SquareSoft RPG um, that would allow you to. Um, I don't know the number of, of Wi-Fi people or people with a with your with a DS in like transmit mode. So people that are playing uh, different games with their friends. If you walked by it, you'd see that that or the cartridge would see that, and then it would unlock certain things or power up different items. Um, this is the first one that I've seen that does like kind of like a treasure hunting kind of thing built into it. So pretty neat, mm. and it's something that I definitely want to pick up just to see what it's all about. Awesome, and that's uh, that's about it. Real quick, actually, uh, one game that I want to talk about really briefly. Um, Stephen Cathy picked up the uh, DS walking game. Oh, I want to pick that up. With the pedometer? Yeah. And his, the funny implementation that they did was they, uh, I think Cathy used it a couple times, but for the most part, whenever they leave to work, they put it to their on their dog. <laughs> so they could track at what time of the day the dog moves. And from what they found is that um, as soon as both of them leave for work, the dog doesn't move until one of them gets home. <laughs> so <laughs> the, that's what leaves the dog. Guess, uh, I, I know, I know. The, the dog would move, and then all of a sudden, like, I think they did it a couple more times, and then all of a sudden, like, it would just kind of hang out. And then you would see it get up, and, like, you could see it move from, like, this time to this time, which probably got it for water or something, mm-hmm. and then not move again for, like, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. That's I, I would almost, if I had a pet, I would almost pick it up for that reason only. Yeah, I, at work and moving to a new building, I'm walking like 10, 15 minutes between buildings now to get uh, to, to help some people. So I wanted to pick up this game just so I could track how much more I'm walking than I did before. Because mm-hmm. 
Mm. I, my my job has become a lot more mobile, um, but I don't know. It's it's like forty bucks in Canada to buy this and to get the two pedometers. So I don't know how much I'd use it, but it's something that's it's it's on my list. I'm, I'm definitely gonna have to pick it up at one time. I think. Yeah. All right, should we go to the news? Yeah, moving on. A couple quick news items. This is more of a catch up podcast than a uh, we're gonna wow you with all the great news that's come out. A um, couple quick things. If you are a member of Club Nintendo, uh, log in and choose your award. Uh, they've announced the gold and platinum rewards, which is uh, really awesome. Uh, finally, we got Club Nintendo, and then finally we're getting some stuff that the rest of the world um, has gotten as well. Um, basically, uh, log into Club Nintendo, choose your award before the middle of August, and you could choose uh, between different awards. If you've gotten a gold members, uh, a gold status rather, so I think it's like 600 coins, um, you get gold status, you can get a free calendar, the Club Nintendo original calendar 2010, and it's basically a whole bunch of original uh, art and it's only available this way so some people like calendars um, so they might want to get this one but if uh, the big one if you've gotten to 900 coins I believe you've you've achieved platinum status in 2009 you can choose between two awards you can choose a Mario hat which is a a true to life replica of a Mario cap that you can put on your head it's it's like human size it's not like little doll size you can walk around like that or you can choose to download a copy of Doc Lewis's Punch-Out, which is a WiiWare title, which will only be available this way. It won't be available anywhere else. It's not going to come as a special version of Punch-Out. If you want to fight the trainer, Doc Lewis, uh, and beat him up for all the stuff, all, for making you run in like pink pajamas um, <laughs> and chase him on a bike, uh, you can do this. And uh, those are the two awards. So if you've hit Platinum, you can choose your hat or Doc Lewis's Punch-Out. So what are you going to choose, nice. Edgar? Uh, I would probably choose a plush. Yeah. I really like the idea of the plush. I think it'd be cool just to have it out on display somewhere. Yeah, I'm the same way. Uh, I, the, as much as I'd like to beat up Doc Lewis, I, I picked the Mario hat just because um, my problem with WiiWare, I, I've, I've found this out over the last little while where I'm, I'm, I don't really want to buy any more games on, on that service. Basically, when you buy a game on WiiWare, it's tied to the console that you use to buy it. So if your Wii breaks and you get a new console... Your your SOL. You have to repurchase these games. So, this is a special prize that only a few people get, and now it is only going to be on that one console. So, if you're if you get it, and then a month later Wii dies, you're not going to be able to enjoy this free reward anymore. Where a Mario hat you can have on your shelf, and people can talk about it all the time. Yeah. So that's yeah, uh, exactly that, that's kind of my my idea. The reason why I picked the hat. So when do you get it? Um, they say it's going to be shipping before November. So soon, probably within a couple months. Nice. All right, guys. Uh, so we all are anxiously awaiting the Band Hero uh, release, I think. Yeah. Are we? Are we kind of awaiting it? Why don't you tell us what Band Hero is? Not everybody would know. But Band Hero is the, um, the version of Guitar Hero that Activision is releasing to add a bunch of instruments and making it to uh, closer to what Guitar Hero 5 or what Rock Band would be. Um, and what they've added so far, uh, they just released pictures and of the peripherals and the screenshots of the game. Um, but they're adding drums, and you say, how are they going to add drums? Um, they're basically let me, let me adding little... It's going to be a little mini USB drum set with little tiny drumsticks, and you go... Yeah. Um, and actually, you just sit there. You sit Indian style, and you hold the little drum set right between like your little area, uh, and you have um, they give you matches uh, as nice, drumsticks, nice. and that's how you play. Yeah, uh, just well, I like the fact that they let you use matches because what if you lose a little stylus? It's nice to be able to you know 
use anything that you have in your reach. And if you're cold, you could just like start fire. Start fire. Or if you're just pissed that you bought that crappy product in the first place, you could burn the drum set. Cool. 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 Yeah. But in reality, you're going to get little rubber uh, stoppers that are going to fit above your directional pad and the uh, and the buttons of your DS, um, your DSi, and will act like as a um, what they're saying is that it it helps like for tapping the uh, the drum faster. Um, mm-hmm. and it'll feel more drum like. So uh, it'll just help. You could imagine. I imagine you could play without it, um, but you'll be able to slap it on, and it'll look more like a drum. And each they it comes with four little uh, rubber stoppers. Again, uh, it's gonna hit like the up, down, and I think would be like X and Y or something. <clears throat> I, I'm not sure which buttons it hit. Uh, and they're colored just like the game is. Um, and then. Not only that, but you'll actually be able to use uh, your vocals. So I'm not sure how much, uh, <laughs> how willing people are going to be able to do this mobily because uh, all the nerdy people that I know that love the heck out of rock band and guitar hero and that sing vocals, they don't, they're not really too keen on doing this in public. There's a whole reason why they do it internally and not at karaoke bars and so on. <clears throat> Um, but that one kind of surprised me, mm-hmm. the fact that they're willing to uh, let you use your vocals. And I'm not sure how sensitive the the mic is and if it'll be able to keep the same kind of – I mean, it takes a lot of, I think, com- computational power in order to track pitch and whatnot. Yeah. You know? So I'm not sure how much the DS is going to be, be able to handle – uh, as far as that goes, um, and I'm not sure if like if it's gonna have the same kind of response, you know, when you're watch when you're playing Guitar Hero or excuse me, Rock Band, and you see like your inflection and your voice pitch change, mm-hmm. if it's gonna be something that um, is actively tracked, or if it's gonna be like, okay, you kind of got it, you kind of got it here, or if it's just gonna be more of, um, you know, rhythm more than anything else, instead of just pitch, it'll just be rhythm, like whether you stop when you're supposed to and start when you're supposed to, right. Uh, so it, it's kind of it's kind of exciting. I'm not sure if I'm all about the band hero anymore or guitar hero. Um, I'm kind no. of over that whole wave. My, uh, whole, my just so if I can interject real fast. My yeah, my sure. big problem with this is it is a DS Lite only game. It won't work with the it DS is. Fat. It won't work with the DSi. It basically uses the same guitar grip that uh, Guitar Hero DS uses. So it'll only work. Mm-hmm. It uses the GBA slot. So it'll only work with uh, your DS Lite. Um, and uh, the drum parts will only work with the DS Lite. I, I guess the guitar group would work with DS Lite or DS Fat if you still had one of those little adapters. But the actual guitar add-on, which actually just slaps over the bottom part of your DS to put the drum pads on, it's only compatible with the, with the DS Lite as well. So Nintendo is selling bucket loads of this new console called the DSi. And Activision isn't jumping on board and releasing anything compatible with it. So it's just based to me, it's just another guitar hero. Um, like what was it on tour, but with mm. a, a couple extra instruments thrown in as kind of like throwaway items, since you can't have like both of them connected at once. Um, to do and it. just to let you guys know how incompatible it is. It's not the fact that the peripherals are just incompatible because what if you want to sing, they obviously both have mics. It's complete. The game does not work on the DSI. Yeah. Is what they're saying at this point. Yeah. Um, that it will not work. Yeah, um, now, I don't know what. Compatible. 
not compatible. It just will not work. I'm not, not sure how, in what regard it won't work. It won't boot up or it won't do this or it won't do that. But it's simply you cannot play this game on the DSi. Kind of a bummer because even if I want to, like, they should. we've talked about this before on the podcast, Lloyd, that it'd been, it would have been really cool to be able to play Guitar Hero by just strumming and hitting buttons. You know, like mm-hmm. that Korg synthesizer, yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. was it that one guitar synthesizer? Yeah. Like that. Um it would have been fun just to even do that, and granted, scores would be different, um, but maybe they could have compensated or have a different hierarchy for the scores or whatnot, but the fact that you can play the game, that's what even frustrated me and stopped me from playing World Tour on my DS, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, the old um, uh, On Tour on the DS was the fact that you, you couldn't play without the peripheral, and they should have accommodated that. Now the fact that they're not adding that kind of feature still, and that you won't be able to play it on the DSi, well, I, I'm automatically out because I don't have a DS Fat besides my girlfriend's. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think I'll be picking up this game. No, it's just, it's really disappointing. I mean, it's kind of neat. And if you have a DS Lite still, um, this might be something for you if you like rhythm and action games. It Apparently it has like 30 mass recordings. So if you like um, Blink-182 or Fall Out Boy or The Killers or Avril, Avril Lavigne, stuff like that, like more, I guess, kind of current kind of poppy kind of stuff um, with a little bit of rock thrown in for good um, good measure this might be the the game for you but if you're a dsi only owner um, you definitely are, you're not gonna be able to use it so it's i don't know it's still kind of weird to see uh, nothing new announced i mean there's a usb slot on on these devices like that's how it charges is kind of like a, i think it's a usb um, slot i think you could probably find some way to plug in or there's even an sd card slot they they could probably find some way to interface with that to collect put the peripherals connect them to the system but i don't exactly. know maybe maybe something else is in 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 the works but right now this game will be useless for you well i got something to cheer you up oh okay well, cheer me up okay guess what w- what scribble knots has a release date oh yeah oh man you know you so, know how hyped i am about this game like i keep reading all of the game of show um articles that ev- pretty much everybody that went to e3 everyone. gave scribble knots yeah. the game of show like and that's not just yeah. the handheld ds game of show that is anything across any console it got the game of show so better than yeah. any other 360 or ps3 game to them it, it got them more hyped uh, is scribble knots i am so looking forward to this game coming out yeah, uh, it's it's ex- really exciting, and the fact that it actually ha- actually has a release date of September fifteenth um, is is really exciting. And didn't we talk? Whoa, you well, just... they have tens of thousands. Go ahead. You just cut out like crazy there. That's really weird. Anyway, keep going. Huh. Um, I think we talked about on the previous podcast or a couple podcasts before that that they have like seriously a library of like tens of thousands of items. Yeah. That you could think of just about anything and uh, draw it and it comes to life. Yeah, and like anything that's not like copywritten or that isn't like obviously like a, a potty word that they don't want to have in the game, it, it'll come mm-hmm. to life. And, it, and the neat thing is these items, they're not, they don't just like fall into the, the game world and they're lifeless. Like they have properties. So if you draw an animal, the animal will automatically want to hunt out food. So you can draw another item that's food and the animal will go there. Uh, different animals will yeah. fight each other. Like these items have properties. So they know that if you have a tree and something's up in a tree, you could cut down the tree or you could burn yeah. the tree or you could climb the tree or climb you could, exactly. or you could have wind, which would blow things out of the tree. Like there's just so many ways to interact with these objects. Like it, it is, I don't. I don't know what kind of magic they're using to get all this working, but I, I hope that they keep uh, keep working on other games like this because I think it's pretty damn cool. 
Yeah, it seems like it's it, it's really cool that they're building this really valuable asset to themselves. Like mm. they could implement this little scheme like in on just about anything, you know? And the fact that they have this library of properties and items that they could just make sequels and then they add more stuff later or change the property slightly. It's very exciting. Yeah. It's really exciting. Totally. And they could take the the core of this game and put it onto any console. Like you could have a yeah. a game on on the three sixty or the PS three or whatever. And all they have to do is like redraw the assets and 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 things like that, or make them three D objects. But if they have like the 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 language parsing built in, what would be actually even neater is if um you put stuff that it didn't recognize, it would actually bundle all those together and like send it to them. So they know like everybody that has played this game has put in something and we don't have it in our dictionary. So we got to add that in, uh, in a later mm-hmm. version of this mm-hmm. game and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like uh, apparently at E3, when people were writing in things like, uh, uh, what was another one? You know, Plum Bob, uh, the, the little diamond looking thing on the Sims, that little green thing above people's heads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. someone i guess one of the first people that were playing it typed in plum bob and it didn't come up and they're like oh this is in the game so people were actually standing behind and taking like notes on notepads about uh about this and apparently they said oh it's not in the game now it's it's in it's in in about five minutes i just sent an email to my friend who's uh adding it and things like that so <laughs> so so they could they could just keep adding to this um like uh, until i don't know every word known to man is in this game and uh I don't know. In five years, I wonder what this game is going to be. Like if they keep updating. Exactly. Exactly. And the fact that you'll be able to replay the, replay this, the heck out of this game. Yeah. Like you don't... if you climbed over a tree and you got a star the first time, you, like as Lloyd said, you could chop it down the next time and get more points. And mm-hmm. it's all based on the type of objects that you use to achieve your goal. Totally. Like they're, um, they're tracking what you do and then sub- subsequent playthroughs, you don't get points if you do things the same way. So it's encouraging you to, to try new and inventive ways to do, uh, to, to solve all the levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So September 15th, um, if you have a boss, ask for the day off. Yeah. If you have a family, tell them that you will be uh, at the potty <laughs> for a very long time. Um, and if you go to school, uh, ask your parents for permission to leave yeah, and or, not go. Or just, I'm just kidding. Just, just Don't play, do that. Just play hooky. Just uh, oh, wait, no, I, I didn't no, recommend no, that. I didn't recommend no. Bad Lloyd. <laughs> Bad Lloyd. Ask your parents to pick it up while you're in school so you can have it ready for you when you get out. Totally. All right. What's next, dude? Okay, a couple quick things before we should end this one. Um, people have been asking about this in email. If we had any more information about um, the Ace Attorney Investigations Miles Edgeworth game, that's the kind of sort of like a spiritual sequel to the uh, Ace Attorney games where you play as uh, Edgeworth. And it's more of like a, I don't know, it's almost like an action game. There's some top-down um, things when you're solving crimes, you're running around the levels, looking for clues and things like that. Um, it's been announced that this is coming out February 16th. Uh, or, yes, February 16th. And um, <laughs> sorry, it just you put the note on top of that line and it confused me greatly. Oh. Um, and basically they announced this at Comic-Con. So they're, uh, Capcom is really um, keeping this as one of their main titles because it's one of the few games that they announced release dates at Comic-Con too. So um, looks like they're uh, really hyped to get this one out and have all the fans that have been uh, sticking around with the Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright stuff uh, for a long time play it. And the last awesome. little item, uh, Dragon Quest IX, uh, really popular game in Japan. Um, how popular? It sold 2.34 million copies in the first two days it was available. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. It, apparently, um, they manufactured 3 million 
um, cartridges for the for the launch, thinking that they would maybe have some leftovers. Uh, probably not. Uh, all, stores all over Japan were s- reporting that they were sold out. Uh, pre-orders were all gone. Like there was, I saw saw some pictures of the lines, and there was like thousands of people waiting in lines to some stores just to go in and pick up their pre-order. Dragon Quest Nine is a big, big thing. Uh, apparently, it's really good. People that have been playing it um, are saying that it's uh, one of the best titles in the series. And I can just hope that it comes to U.S. sooner than later, and that the retailers realize how big of a game it's going to be. Because there's probably going to be a lot of people that want to pick this one up, just based on mm-hmm. two point three four million copies being sold in the first two days in Japan. That's a lot. Jeez, that's incredible. That is a lot. Now, granted. Dragon uh, Dragon Warrior is not as as popular, and people are not as fanatic. But um, I think the Dragon Warrior series has come a long way in the U.S., and we shouldn't expect too much less than what the kind of fanfare that they're getting in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, Dragon Quest has been available in a couple different things, and it's going to be good to see uh, a, a new one. That I called only... it Dragon Warrior, didn't I? Yeah. Well, when it first came to U.S., it was called Dragon Warrior. Okay, on, okay, on the NES, sure. it was called Dragon Warrior, and then it. Uh, that was about it. I don't think the series really <laughs> progressed here after that that version. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it is called Dragon Quest. Okay, all right, man. That's gonna about do it. Sweet. How do you Should say? We tell them how to get in contact with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. We want to hear from you guys, and thanks to for all the messages on Twitter. People are wondering if we were dead and other things like that. And no, we were just. I mean, we can't we can't make a podcast if Edgar's not around. Because I mean, I can't do, I can't do this show without Edgar. Oh, look at that. But and watch I thought it. this entire time that you, you were going to hijack the podcast for me. Well, I, I, did, I did have a couple people. Uh, they, they did voice tests for the role, and uh, we just couldn't get the contract sorted <laughs> out in time. So you're lucky. You're lucky that there was Thank all you. this red tape because we couldn't get it awesome done. all right guys we love we love to hear from you you can contact us a number of different ways you can head on over to dslivepodcast at gmail.com and send us an email by clicking contact us and filling in the form you can email us directly at dslivepodcast at gmail.com or or you can you can call us we we like to we like to hear your voice and our voicemail line is of course area code 206-326-1221 Again, ladies and gentlemen, that number is 206-326-1221. All right, guys, we love to hear from you. Like we ju- we just been saying for the last like two hours, um, or maybe my my concept of time is a little bit off. It's been around two hours, hasn't it? That I've been just been talking. No. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, yeah about, that. about two hours. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, just head on over to twitter.com slash dasme and follow me. Uh, Edgar is twitter.com slash nerdblurb. Edgar, and you can even follow uh, the DS Live podcast. Uh, twitter.com slash DS Live podcast. Although nothing much is happening there, I'm planning on using it um, for a couple things that are brewing around in my brain uh, in in the future. So you can join now, and then you'll get all that good stuff when it actually happens. Uh, but definitely contact us on Twitter. Send us messages. Uh, we definitely love to hear from you guys. Nice. I think we're out. Yeah, we're out. Uh, so we'll talk to you guys soon. It won't be five weeks before the next show. I promise you that. No, it, it might be four be. weeks, but it won't be five weeks. Exactly. All right, guys. All right, guys. Take, take it easy. Take it easy, and uh, welcome back, Edgar. Thanks, dude. All right. I'll talk to you next time. Later. Bye. DS Life, your DDS news source. source, 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 source.